Hey everyone, welcome back to Nemahom Makipazul. I'm Miranda Hannes. My family comes from the Standing Buffalo Dakota Nation in the beautiful Coppell Valley in Saskatchewan. Because of residential school and the 60s scoop, urbanization and colonization, Indigenous people like myself weren't raised with our languages. But through Pikeskwewin, I've met many people who are relearning their languages. I wanted a word in my own language, Dakota, that expressed the idea of this show. Namakam Makipazo means hear me, show me. Namakam Makipazo gives language learners ideas, examples, and strategies for learning our languages. The guest for this episode is Samson Ramontain. As you'll hear, even when Samson is speaking English, he is teaching Michif language. And not just one kind of Michif. He explains that there are regional dialects of Michif. And believe it or not, he is learning at least two Michif dialects, Northern Michif and Heritage Michif. Here's my conversation with Michif teacher and learner, Samson Lamontagne. I'm going to introduce myself in Northern Michif, Southern Michif, and then in English. Tanse Samson Lamonteng, Nasika San, Oskana Ka Sestege, Ochinia, Egua, Kiskanahama, Gunia. Tanse Samson Lamonteng, the Shnekashan, Regina Doschin, Piemetre de Colnia. Hello, my name is Samson Lamonteng. I am from Regina and I am a school teacher. Uh, where are you currently located now? I currently uh, loca- I'm located in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and I teach at Father Vashon School. Um, tell me a little bit about your family. Uh, so my immediate family uh, consisted of my dad, uh, Nipapa, mon père, Tony Lamontagne, my mom, uh, Nemama, ma, ma mère, Carol Lamontagne, and my little sister, Nissi Miss, ma petite soeur, Suzanne. I grew up in Regina, surrounded by my mother's very loving side of the family, the St. Andres. Uh, my grandfather, Mushum Grandpère Alphonse, grew up a fluent French speaker. However, my grandma, Cookum uh, Grandmère Amelia, did not speak French. So the French language was not initially passed down. The good news was that my auntie, Netosis Matan, Diane, put her children in French immersion à l'école. St. Mary in Regina. My mom saw value in my sister and I learning another language, so she enrolled us at L'Ecole St. Mary as well. My mom uh, has told me stories that most Januarys I would cry because learning French was difficult for me, but she taught me to keep trying and I'm forever grateful for that because Michif, the Indigenous language I'm learning and and speak, is a combination of uh, influences of French and Nihil. So the, the French background really helped me out a lot in learning Machif. Um, growing up, I did not know my father's side of the family, and that's the Métis side. So I did not learn about my Métis heritage until I attended the Suntep program at the U of S. I think due to systemic racism, I don't think they taught much Indigenous education in schools back in the day. 
and also due to lateral violence. Uh, after losing the Battle of Atosh in 1885, some Métis families chose to hide their Indigenous heritage in order to protect their children and grandchildren from discrimination. As a result, many people, like my father, were discriminated by their own people for wanting to reclaim their Indigenous identity later in life. This is a battle that I am also fighting, um, but with the help from uh, knowledge keepers, elders, and especially my friend, Nuichiwagan Monami, Christy Bingley, who is passionate about Métis genealogy, I'm finding out more about my family history, and in time, I hope to strengthen and reconnect with my family ties, Métis family ties. Um, what what got you interested in le- uh, learning Michif? Because like eight years ago, was there a lot of knowledge about Michif, the language? No. Yeah, no. So eight years ago, while I was getting my education degree from SUNTEP at the University of Saskatchewan, the SUNTEP director at the time, Murray Hamilton, he would be always told us uh, that Métis once spoke Michif. Not all Métis, uh, but some Métis spoke Michif. And that Gabriel Dumont Institute was going to be putting on a class taught by Michif language keeper Norman Fleury. So for $100, you could register for a weekly evening class at GDI to learn how to speak Michif. Uh, being a student at the time, that was a lot of money for me, but I was passionate about reclaiming my Métis heritage, and I was really fascinated about Michif because I had that French background, and I had heard that Michif is influenced with French and, and Creamy, you So I thought, you know what, I already got that French kind of as that background, so I might be a, you know, a quick learner at it. What, what sort of keeps you inspired? What sort of kept you going with it? Because in my experience trying to learn my own language, which was Dakota, there's no one else to speak Dakota with. Um, I, couldn't, I, couldn't fall, I couldn't keep it up. So what, in your case, what, was, what kept you going? So I'll give you a little backstory of, of my last kind of eight years, how it's kept me motivated and, and the supports around. So, um, so eight years ago, I was studying hard at SUNTEP. I graduated with distinction. I made a lot of connection um, within the Métis community here in Saskatoon. And Saskatoon is kind of like a hub. Like uh, there's... Southern Heritage Michif speakers here, there's French Michif speakers here, and there's also Northern or Cree Michif speakers here. So um, I worked really hard and I was offered a full-time contract with Greater Saskatoon Catholic Schools. I also invested my own weeknights and weekends learning from AT elders and knowledge keepers in my community. So uh, I didn't stop um, just at the work day. I, I, I used my own time um, to spend time and learn and really be a sponge and absorb as much as I could. I'm forever grateful for investing, uh, for the, the knowledge keepers and elders for investing their time with me. Um, throughout my teaching career, I continued uh, learning heritage, Southern Michif from Montvieux Norman Fleury. So Norman Fleury, he was like my first teacher and he got me really into learning uh, heritage, uh, Southern Michif. And he enjoyed how passionate I was at learning the language and how quickly I picked it up because of my French background and encouraged me to share the lessons with my students at St. Michael's School, the school I'd been teaching at the time. So I took what I was learning, I put it in my classroom, and then I I started uh, teaching Michif Mondays. So I would introduce um, different Michif words, greetings, uh, to the whole school every Monday. So I taught over 100 Michif Mondays at our weekly school assembly, uh, assemblies 
which spanned over four years at St. Mike's. I was fortunate to have leaders at St. Mike's like Mike Thorson, Sean Nekvatol, and Gail Hendry early on in my career because they allowed me to share my passion of Machif and incorporate it within the school culture. So it wasn't really like, I wasn't really supposed to be teaching Machif, but they saw the value in that and with Métis education because St. Mike's at that time, my first year there, it had transitioned to a Métis focused school to help revitalize uh, the school and the community. Um, so I believed with every uh, Michif word spoken by my students, it helped breathe uh, life back into the language. That was my thing. Like I, I heard that it was an endangered language and, and it was part of Métis heritage. So I wanted to keep it alive. I wanted to do something to help out. So I figured by getting my students to speak Michif, I would keep the language alive. Uh, at St. Mike's, I also had the privilege of working beside and learning from Métis knowledge keeper Court Donye. Court took me under his wing and taught me not only about Métis history and culture, he taught me that nothing was more important than the students and families we were there to help. And he also taught me that, you know what, there's more than one type of Michif. So I was learning about heritage and, and Southern Michif, but he said, you know what, we need to respect all types of Michif. Um, Court is the reason I invest my honorariums back into schools, uh, back to elders and knowledge keepers that I'm working with that helped me out. Uh, I ended up attending uh, a conference, uh, ASLA conference, Accelerated Second Language Acquisition uh, Conference in Edmonton with Court. And it was there where uh, we were advised by Dr. Gray Morning that it may be advantageous to teach Northern uh, or Cremachif at St. Mike's because Heritage or Southern Machif was already being taught at the university, at the U of S through SUNTEP, and also at Westmount Elementary School in Saskatoon. So we brought that information back to our school community and surveyed our students and their families to see if there was a need for a core Machif program at St. Mike's. And with an overwhelming amount of support, we presented the findings to the Board of Trustees at GSDS who unanimous, unanimously uh, voted yes to a core Machif program. So those are things that just help uh, keep inspiring me and I was kept working with people and it just seemed like we had a lot of momentum. So it was back to the books for me because I had spent the past five years learning heritage or Southern Michif. Now I had to start learning Northern and Cree Michif. The good news was Comfy, my Métis local, was able to connect me with Northern Michif uh, language keepers, uh, Dorothy Obershawn, Louise Oki, Laura Burnoff and Maureen Belanger. I also had an awesome colleague over at St. Mike's, um, Vanessa Gardner, she's from Isle of Cross, um, who helped me create lessons and resources for our school. So we had like, a, I had a good support system. The bad news is I was no longer allowed to teach Heritage Southern Michif at St. Mike's. Uh, the powers that be thought it would confuse the students learning both types of Michif, and I respected their decision. In my free time, I continued to learn Heritage Southern Michif with my friends, so mes amis, uh, Auntie Faye, Chantal, Chandrel, Lila, Pimonvieux, Bruce Flamont. And uh, it was awesome spending time. Uh, Sunday afternoons, we would get together and plan for our Tuesday night classes at Round Prairie Library. So I went from being a student at that Mitchell class to helping teach different activities to our class. Unfortunately, COVID hit and the ability to learn with one another in person had to be put on pause. So. Before COVID, I was able to meet with Heritage and Southern Michif speakers, French Michif speakers, 
uh, Mama Claire Basluck, and then uh, um, uh, Northern Michif speakers as well. So I had uh, a lot of awesome resources around me. I'm very lucky uh, to be in the position uh, where I am. If a student learning Michif was was having a tough time, and what would you sort of advise them? Um, the cool thing about like the, my students say, like for instance, the students at school is that I'm in a a really good position. So I guess uh, I'll just kind of segue this. So when one door opens, or sorry, when one door closes, like in in my life and stuff, another door opens. So I'll kind of answer this question with saying this as well. So this past year, I actually transferred to Father Vashon School, and my amazing family and friends encouraged me to keep teaching Mitchell because I didn't know like if I should keep doing it, switching schools. I wasn't sure what the new admin would say, but uh, Jennifer Miller and Aaron Hilbig supported me from day one. So now I have the freedom to teach Heritage, uh, Southern, and Northern Krimachif within my social studies lessons, which makes my heart happy. Uh, the students at Father Vashon are like sponges. It's so cool hearing them greet one another, sing songs, and say prayers. Um, and Michif has spread throughout our entire school. We recently uh, created a calls to action committee focused on teaching even more Indigenous education, which includes learning Michif. Um, so I'm currently using ASLA, TPR, bulletin boards, Google Classrooms, and my Instagram, uh, Michif with Monok Sampson, um, to teach uh, members of our school community. So what I would say if kids or, or adults or whoever's um, learning Michif, I would say just repetition, repetition. So um, I think uh, learning a language is, is like any other skill. If you want to get better, you need to put in the practice. So I'm fortunate to teach release at Father Vashon School, so I get a lot of rep repetition with my students. So I found the more you repeat, the, the more you do it, um, the, the quicker they get it and the, the more it sinks in. And that helps them, but it also helps me. And I also tell my students um, to teach what they learn to someone else. Cause I found that that helps me, it sink in with me as well. So I've been learning Mitchif for over eight years now, but I have not, uh, I've not really had the opportunity to be immersed in it. Like say when I went to French immersion school. So I would still say I'm a, at a beginner level. And I think realistically it'll take a lifetime to become truly fluent. So uh, I'm motivated to, by the positive support I've received from my friends and family, as well as Facebook and Instagram communities. So um, that's another thing that I wanted to do is make it accessible. When I first started teaching Machif, it was just at the school level. And then I was also doing some uh, um, Métis education program leading, helping out support different teachers within the system. So then I created a Google Classroom and I started adding Michif on there so teachers could watch videos and use my resources. Uh, to teach in their classroom. But then I thought, well, what about the parents? Because kids, I would get uh, emails, and when I would see other uh, people from the division, they would say, hey, my kid is in this from this school at this class, and they're learning Michif. It's so awesome. So I thought, okay, I got to make it accessible and free for everyone. So what I started doing was I created uh, my Instagram account. So at Michif, so M-I-C-H-I-F with W-I-T-H, Mononk, M-O-N-O-K, Samson, S-A-M-S-O-N. So, at Mitchiff with Mononk Samson. And there's free resources in there, free videos. 
I also I switch it up. If I'm wearing a red shirt, I'm teaching heritage or southern Michif. And if I'm wearing a green shirt, I'm teaching northern or Cree Michif. So um, I'm trying to share as much of the knowledge as I can uh, that I was given um, back with the community and back with people. And, and I'm just finding a lot of, a lot of good support out there. Um, and then like uh, within class, I use like ASLA, so Accelerated Second Language Acquisition. That's kind of using like pictures um, to teach. There's TPR, Total Physical Response, so movements. I do that in the classroom. I also, I uh, can do like a warm-up. I teach phys ed, so I do the warm-up. I can do that in all mid-shift as well. Right now, our school, we have a giant bulletin board where I'm teaching the whole school and then giving access to Google Classrooms and then also my Instagram, uh, Mitchiff with Monon Sampson. And then also there's uh, Mitchiff Facebook groups as well that I post on there. So I'm really trying to keep it accessible and letting people know, uh, you know, it's all good. You got to go slow. So I've gained so much from learning Mitchiff that I think it's only right to give back. And one of my teachers, Mon Dieu, Bruce Blamont, he taught me that God, bon Dieu, our creator, notre creator, gave the Michif people the Michif language. So that is why I share the knowledge I've been given without hesitation. Like the Michif language is a gift uh, that we must continue to share. So for people that might be struggling or for people that want to kind of know what's the first steps in really learning a language, like, like you had said, you wanted to learn your um, family histories, uh, language, indigenous language, I would say, tell someone that wants to learn the language to go slow. So take your time making connections with elders and knowledge keepers within your community. Make sure you respect the process and don't ask too much of these people. Um, you can't learn it all in one day. So use what you can. If you only know uh, one word or two words, use that. And through time, you'll develop it and build it up. So be kind to yourself and be kind to others. You know, our spirits are very powerful. You know, when we're feeling good, they can build us up and help us want to learn more. But you know what? It, they can also be broken down and leave us dejected. And I've gotten through those things while learning Machif. Um, so always be respectful and try to find language keepers that help encourage you and, and uplift your spirit. Um, so by learning Indigenous languages, you know, you may be able to connect, reconnect with your heritage, or if you're not Indigenous, it might be able to help you also um, with reconciliation within your com uh, community. So I hope I answered your question there. Yeah, no, that's really good. So spirituality and the culture is really important to you as well. Yeah, because like really, there, uh, I was taught there was two ways to look at how the mischief language came to be. Um, and Jean Tayette, uh, she has a really awesome book, the Northwest, is in, uh, the Northwest is Our Mother, and it talks a bit about that, how uh, the French voyageurs, they headed Northwest, and for good trading um, relationships, uh, people uh, working for the Northwest Company, they would marry into Indigenous communities. So you would have maybe this French-speaking voyageur, and you might have a Nihiao, uh Cree-speaking woman. Um, and then they got married, and then they would be talking French and Nihio in the household. And over time, it didn't happen right away. Uh, over time, you know, that's how the Mitchell language developed. And then I also have that teaching from Bruce Flamont. He said that his grandparents taught him 
that le bon Dieu, notre Créateur, God, gave the Michif people uh, the Michif language. And there are uh, some uh, Michif, they, they are Michif. They recognize themselves as Michif. They do not call themselves Métis. And uh, I think it's, uh, we need to respect that as well. So uh, there's a bunch of different teachings. And like I said, like the last eight years, I've just been blessed to have so many um, great people in my life uh, share share their different teachings, whether it be Métis, whether it be Michif. And I just want to um, uh, give a shout out to some of those people. So I just want to, some knowledge keepers and elders that really, really helped me throughout my uh, learning process, uh, learning journey is uh, Mike Maurice, Mushroom Mike Maurice, Dorothy Obashaw, Nora Cummings, uh, Senator Nora Cummings, Donna Lee Dumont, Claire Bazlock, Mama Claire Bazlock, Shirley Eisbister, Karen Schmann, Gordon Martell, May Henderson, Louise Oki, Laura Burnoff, Mary Morin, Evelyn Johnston, Court Donier, Wilfred Burton, Leah Dorian, Marilyn Black, Maureen Belanger, Nicole Amiot, Penny Condon, Lori Skye, Melanie Bryce, Sheila Obershawn, Faye Maurice, Bruce Flamont, Norman Fleury, Scott Duffy, Russell Fayon, uh, Phil Boyer, and John and Vicky Arcand. And uh, there's others too um, that are along the way, but I just, I got to show respect to the people that, you know, showed me respect and, and, and just, yeah, shared their teachings and knowledge with me. I think it's really humble of you to say that you're a beginner and you've been doing this for eight years. Well, if you think about it, when you're born, right, you're just a little baby. And that's what I say to everyone that's just learning Machif. You're just a little baby. So don't worry about not knowing it or if it's tough or it's difficult. And I also mentioned earlier, I'm not immersed in it. Like I don't have someone that I can speak Michif to all day, every day at school. So really, um, I have been taking it for eight, eight years, but have I been learning it like consistently for eight years? Not as much as I'd like to, but you know what? And I think it's good to be humble and understand that I have a lot to learn. And, and that's one thing. I want to do things in a good way. I never want to um, have uh, fluent Michif speakers think that I know it all. I am not saying that at all. I am just sharing what <clears throat> what I've been taught and then also I'm kind of using my other uh, skills, so different teaching skills and my own personal skills. Like I like to make videos and put myself out there. Um, and sometimes, you know, I get negative feedback and people tell me they don't like what I'm doing. But for the most part, I have a lot of positive support. Um, you know, I couldn't have done this without the support from my amazing wife, uh, Shanna Lamontagne, because I spent a lot of weeknights and a lot of weekends and uh, and our daughter, Mila, too. So I'm really thankful that they're understanding. And then my mom, having my mom, my mama, Carol Lamontagne, and my mother-in-law, uh, Lorna, Lorna Duquette, and uh, my uh, Lorna Bear, and my um, father-in-law, uh, Jackie Bear, you know, they, they recharge my batteries and uplift me and they let me know, you know what, you're doing things in a good way, so keep it up. So um, having all those people in my life and people behind me and then even friends that I've, because I used to play Husky basketball, that was one of the reasons why I came to 
the U of S. I even have friends that are teachers uh, that I knew from back then that tell me, you know what, I'm I'm using Michifin in my classroom, and it's and I'm not Indigenous, but man, I I know we got to do something with these calls to action, with reconciliation, and you know what, this beginner level is really helping me and my students. So, you know, I I understand I'm not fluent and. And maybe, like, it might take a lifetime to get there if I practice lots and I have a lot of help. But uh, I'm here to kind of bridge the gap between people that are just starting out, that just want to try. And I think that I have some uh, skills um, to help them learn and, and be comfortable using it. And it's just out of respect. It's always just out of respect. And I'm not trying to make money off it. Um, I'm reinvesting the honorariums I get back into my school for uh, mischief programming and to pay um, elders and knowledge keepers that come in. And I just wanna, you know, I'm just trying to make my ancestors proud and 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 just, yeah, that's about it, really. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, how old are you actually? Um, so I am 38 years young. Yeah, so I uh, I came to U of S uh, right after high school, and I was in the kinesiology program, and I played on the Husky basketball team for five years, and then I graduated, did some kinesiology, personal training, and stuff like that, and then I thought, you know what, like, it's, it's nice training people, but I really miss being a teacher and being in schools, because my favorite teacher, Mr. Palmarin, Mr. P., he was my grade eight teacher and he was my basketball coach and he coached everything. So I said, you know what? I want to give back. I want to go back and be a coach. And uh, so that's why I got into SunTep. So I'm a little bit older, but I think those years of experience uh, running, helping out with uh, Husky basketball camps with Greg Jockums and, and my buddies there, it helped me how to, you know, be around kids and motivate them in a good way. Um, so, yeah, but you know what? And that's another thing that's awesome about being at a school is, uh, especially Father Vashon, they're so kind and supportive and the kids, like, they're just awesome. So they give me energy. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm 38. So to some people that's young, to some people that's old, but I'm feeling really good. And Okay, can I add one more thing? Oh, sure, go ahead. Okay. You know, like nothing beats being in a community, uh, a group and learning face-to-face. Um, but, uh, you know, I still have a lot to learn myself. So, and some people, they, they can't be around Mitchell elders or they don't have those people in their area. So, um, I also found a lot of great value in using Gabriel Dumont Institute's online Mitchell dictionaries and they have Mitchell to go apps. So if you go on the internet and you type in Mitchell dictionary, uh, you'll find the heritage or Southern Mitchell dictionary. And if you search uh, Northern Michif Dictionary, you type that in, then you'll find the dictionary for Northern uh, Cree Michif. Um, so I use those all the time. A lot of the resources that I put out for free on my Instagram, it's in combination with using those apps. And, and I've talked to um, the director, Karen uh, Schmann, and she says, you know what? They Their goal is to get Michif out there. So they love that I'm I'm... I'm using their apps and dictionaries and promoting them. Um, there's other people out there as well in different areas. I know like Russell Fayon, he does an amazing job 
down at the U of R. So if anyone's in that area, I would try to contact the Sunset office there and Russell Flyon. Uh, up in Saskatoon, you know, um, Westmount does a great job um, uh, with uh, teaching Southern Heritage Machif at their school. They got a great team over there. Same with at Suntep, um, uh, Sheila Obashan and and her her uh, team. They do a great job. Also, um, starting to connect with a, a friend in over at the University of Manitoba. So Heather Suter, and she has a great Instagram page, uh, Prairies to Woodlands, uh, and she provides Southern Michif resources. Um, so, but it really depends on where you're at. And right now I'm working with some awesome groups uh, out in BC. There's a group out in Ontario that would like to learn some Michif. And um, so, you know what, it's just, it's pretty cool that people are stepping up and answering the call to reconciliation and, and trying to incorporate Indigenous languages uh, in their everyday life. So, yeah, that's kind of my last little bit. Echo se, echo she. So thank you so much again. Merci, Kawi, tap me in. Merci pour ton temps. So thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you, Samson. It was great talking with you. When I interviewed Samson earlier this year, he was teaching at Father Vachon's school in Saskatoon. He has since moved over to Georges Vanier School in Saskatoon. Samson has connected with so many Michif speakers in the North and the South, and no wonder they want to work with him. I can't imagine a more enthusiastic learner. Also, it's easy to see why Samson is in demand as a teacher. He can hardly contain his passion for his language. He makes learning safe and fun. To quote Samson from a recent newspaper article, he says pronunciation is important, but also to give our language keepers the respect they deserve. He also encourages language learners to be kind to yourself and try your best. Samson has taken his lessons to social media. He shares his Mitchif lessons on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Samson's Mitchif lessons can be found at Mitchif with Manok Samson. You're listening to Namaha Makipazo, Hear Me, Show Me. I'm Miranda Hannes. Thanks for listening.